ever want to record your own podcast? We're looking no further than Anchor. Not only do they have the creation tools which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor app. Go download it. Start today. With the NBA season officially restarted at the Disney Resort in Florida, we now have basketball back. Except some things have changed quite a bit. There's less teams than usual. The roar of live fans cheering, and yes, some jeering, on teams and players, no more. Home foot advantage, no mas. Along with a bevy of other changes. But, 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 one thing that hasn't changed is that sitting on the edge of your seat feeling that we get as fans while watching the close game come down to the wire. Whether it's seeing a player get a clutch shot off or a team coming together to get a much needed stop to close the game. I guess some things never change. I'm your host, Just B, and this is the Post Fade Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another installment of the Post Fade Podcast. And on today's pod, I will be talking about this race for the eight seed that's going down in the Western Conference. Now, the eight seed is currently held by the Memphis Grizzlies, but they've lost every game that they've played so far in this bubble. And recently, they just lost Triple J, which is a huge blow for them. So I don't necessarily see them holding on to that spot. I'm just looking at their schedule. They have Oakland, Toronto, Boston, and Milwaukee. Now, Boston and Milwaukee are a team that may attempt to rest their starters if they're locked into their playoff position now when the Grizzlies come around so there's a potential that the Grizzlies could pick up uh, two of those wins but just looking at the rest of the teams that are fighting to get into that spot as well as the Grizzlies not really having much on their team outside of John Triple J who can create their own shots which is something that's very much needed in this bubble I, I don't see them holding on to that spot or even holding on to the ninth spot to get into the playing tournament speaking of the playing tournament if you aren't familiar with that adam silver uh passed this little rule that if less than four games separate the eighth and ninth seed there will be a playing tournament uh, it's basically a best of three except the eighth seed will only need to win one game and the ninth seed would need to win two games so like i mentioned earlier i don't see the grizzlies holding on to that eighth seed or even holding on to that ninth seed they're gonna drop a lot and they don't really need to drop much for this next team to climb up and take that spot and i'm talking about the portland trailblazers who are one game behind the memphis grizzlies for that eighth spot the blazers have been very impressive to me um they picked up wins actually against the grizzlies as well as the rockets they've lost to the celtics but outside of wins and losses just looking at uh, the team and watching them play they look like a completely different team with Nurkic out there uh, we forget how big of a, a role that Nurkic plays on this Trailblazers team he's a garbage man he cleans up but more than that he's somebody who you can get the ball to in the post and he has like a nice little 
uh, post hook. I'm not going to say he's uh, Hakeem or Kareem, but he has a decent post game. And if he gets a uh, mismatch with a smaller player, he can for sure get a bucket. Uh, rebounding, that's always been a specialty of his, as well as defense. And that's very much needed for this Blazers team, being that they aren't a defensive team at all. Nurkic is probably the best defense. No, not even probably. He is the best defensive player on that team. Uh, big man or guard. And he's able to clean up a lot of the mess um, for the Blazers. Because, I mean, Lillard and CJ, they're pretty small for their position. And they aren't the best defenders at all. And Melo, I mean, come on. We know Melo's not about to play defense. Although I do want to touch on Melo uh, really quick. Melo has surprised me in this bubble. Um, Melo is more suited to play the four in today's NBA. But since having Nurkic back, they've moved Melo to the three. And he's being, he's being buckets. He's It looks like he has a little bit of a, a spring in his step. Now, could that be? Uh, due to rest and you know him getting his body into shape to handle the, handle the small forward position, yeah, I think it could be. But this Blazers team is a offensive juggernaut. Lillard and CJ are going to get theirs. Melo is going to get his, especially on a good night. Um, one player I do want to mention, and he's probably one of the most surprising players to me in this bubble, has been Gary Trent Jr. coming off the bench for the Blazers. Uh, if you guys remember earlier in the season, Gary Trent Jr. isn't somebody who was expected to get a lot of minutes. In fact, the Blazers were hyping up uh, Ant Simmons uh, coming off the bench. Um, he was a, well, he is a two-year guard, um, very athletic. Uh, he can do a little bit uh, with playmaking, but he didn't really give out all that much in terms of production for the Blazers. So in this bubble, they've inserted Gary Trent Jr. and he has exceeded expectations by a mile he is a sniper from the three-point position he isn't somebody who's going to create his own shot or playmate for others but uh, that three-point shot in defense he is the best uh, defending guard on that Blazers team when he comes into the game to sub out CJ or Lillard in the first quarter they don't really uh, lose much in, in terms of scoring being that Lillard and CJ are two players who can uh, ball handle and run the pick and roll with Nurkic. Uh, Melo, if you give him the ball, he may be able to do something with it here and there. So the Blazers are a nice team. I, I definitely see them getting into either that eighth seed or staying at the ninth seed and being able to get in that playing tournament. And if they are able to uh, make the playoffs, I think they can get the Lakers a run for their money. I'm not going to say that they're going to beat the Lakers, but they're the team that has the blueprint to give the Lakers a run for their money, being that they have two uh, dominant guards, and that's something that the Lakers uh, tend to struggle with a little bit. Dropping down to the San Antonio Spurs, the surprising San Antonio Spurs. Now, going into this bubble, not many people had the Spurs um, fighting for the eighth or ninth seed. The Spurs in the regular season didn't look all that impressive. Um, you add in that LaMarcus Aldridge um, wasn't coming to the bubble. And they've surprised a lot of people. Uh, Pop went deep in his bag. He's pulled out all the tricks. He's been playing DeJounte Murray and Derek White at the same time, which is something that a lot of fans have been clamoring for for a while. That is the San Antonio Spurs' future, potentially. So it's, it's nice to see 
uh, how those two play off each other and how they're able to control pace and defensively they're very stout um, but the the main person that is able to get this Spurs team going has been DeMar DeRozan DeMar DeRozan they've been playing him at the four that is how deep in his bag Greg Popovich is getting and that is how wild the NBA is now DeMar DeRozan has been getting minutes at the four and he's been looking dominant I'm not going to lie to you it's a lot of spacing for him to create he's able to um, do his thing get to that mid-range uh, dribble pull up uh, he's able to get to the elbow and go to work uh, there's a lot of space and he's able to attack the rim get fouls and whatnot he has really uh, unlocked the Spurs offense playing at the four so shout out to Pop that was a good move also another person I want to shout out is Rudy Gay off the bench he's been doing his thing um, he's been having games where he's putting up like 12 15 points and that's very much needed for the Spurs team because they aren't they aren't a team who are going to score a lot of points they have a very uh, baseline um, type of offense to where they're going to score this amount of points or in a certain range of points and they're not going to go much higher than that so the Spurs have been very surprising to me dropping down to the 11th team who are actually tied with San Antonio they're they're both two games uh, behind Memphis for that eighth seed the New Orleans Pelicans the New Orleans Pelicans now that's I'm not really sure what's going on with the Pelicans they have a Zion um, there's a conspiracy theory that the league you know tried to make this little tournament and brought in all of these uh, teams so that Zion and the Pelicans end up overtaking it and getting that first round matchup against the Lakers I'm not uh, listening to all of that all of that stuff but that's what's out there uh, the Pelicans aren't looking the best they have uh, two losses uh, one to the Jazz one to the Clippers uh, they just recently um, got their first dub of the bubble against the Memphis Grizzlies uh, their remaining schedule is the Sacramento uh, the Wizards Spurs Sacramento again in Orlando so it's it's a very easy schedule compared to most uh, right before the season ended the Pelicans were actually on that stretch where they had the easiest schedule in the, in the NBA um, earlier in the season they had one of the hardest schedules in the NBA so it kind of evened out and Adam Silver in the NBA um, sort of made this bubble schedule very similar to what the schedule would have been like had the season kept going for the Pelicans. Um, they haven't looked all that hot, like I mentioned before. Um, the game against the Jazz, they were up by like 20 in the second and third quarter, and they just collapsed. Um, they aren't playing Zion, although they have. They did play him in this Memphis Grizzlies game, but they weren't giving him minutes. I'm not sure why. I know this season doesn't necessarily mean anything for the Pelicans. They're thinking more long-term, but you have a guy who had plenty of rest so there's no injury problems he's been in practice just like everybody else he's one of the most dominant players in the nba and a bona fide closer nobody can guard him but with about two three minutes left in the game you you don't play him that it doesn't make sense it it doesn't make sense but but anyway if 
they do, in fact, play Zion in these last couple of games, they have a good chance to, you know, go 4-1, uh, 3-2, maybe even 5-0. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Brandon Ingram has been impressive to me, but, I mean, he's a candidate for most improved, so we kind of expect that from him. Uh, he's been getting buckets. Uh, KD Light. Lonzo has uh, under-impressed me. Um, actually disappointed me that's that's a better word for it <laughs> his scoring is atrocious uh, he's turning the ball over a lot um, I understand he wants to push the pace and whatnot but he he's going to have to tighten up if the Pelicans have any shot of winning these next couple of games because he is a potential x-factor for this team uh, it's no question that Zion and Lonzo have a chemistry um, Lonzo and Zion both feed off each other. They play better with when the other person is in the game uh, alongside them. So Lonzo is going to be needed for this stretch. final team that I want to talk to you all about is going to be the Phoenix Suns. The most surprising team in this bubble, in my opinion. Now, when the bubble was announced and they announced all the teams that were entering, a lot of analysts kind of shrugged their shoulders like, why are the Suns getting a chance to get into this bubble? They didn't look all that impressive during the regular season. And in this bubble, they look like, you know, two-time reigning NBA champions like they have wins over the Wizards the Mavericks and most recently over the Clippers Devin Booker has been looking like a Hall of Famer Ricky Rubio has surprised me he's he's been looking pretty decent DeAndre Aiden has been doing his thing these boys are for real man they they are a real team in this bubble they have a real shot they have as big of a shot as anybody else who's fighting for this HC. Um, to get it, maybe potentially getting that ninth seed. Now, their remaining schedule is going to be difficult. Um, so it's, I personally don't think that they're going to make it, but I mean, I've been surprised with the Suns so far. So if they were to make some noise and win the rest of these games, I mean, it's 2020, so anything's possible. Uh, their remaining schedule is the Pacers, the Heat, Oklahoma, the 76ers, and Dallas. Pretty hard schedule. Pretty hard schedule. Now, the Sixers are going to be without Ben Simmons. Um, it was just announced that um, he was going to have to have surgery or whatnot. So he's going to be out for like six to eight weeks. He's actually looking for a second opinion to see uh, if he can come back a little bit earlier or if he actually has to have surgery and whatnot. So that's going to help out the Suns um, in their quest to make the playoffs. And that'll do it for today's podcast. If you all could, please hit that share button. Subscribe if you aren't subscribed. Please leave a review. Do all of that good stuff. If you aren't following me on Instagram, what are you doing? Come join the Post Fam at the Post Fate Podcast. Over there, I talk about hoops. We discuss uh, NBA players, who we think is better, um, 
how would we build certain teams around certain players and just talk trash man it's it's all in good fun so if you aren't following me over there please do so also follow my youtube channel at the post fate podcast where i will be going more in depth with these teams uh, in this podcast i just kind of glanced over a couple of things i just wanted to get a general overview of this race for the hc but over on my youtube channel i will be going more in depth i promise you at the post fade podcast instagram youtube the post fade podcast in the meantime i'm out love y'all peace